0: remembers the song hollywood the song simple man uh this is a band with the name of a place where you dump cars and they keep broken cars and broken car parts so the name of the band is junkyard yes we have david roach frontman, lead vocalist for junkyard and he's going to talk to us about their new releases uh new singles that is uh you got lifer and uh a song that uh Truly a badass song uh, that speaks for Junkyard. Let's check out "Lifer" before going into the interview with Mr. David Roach of Junkyard. Here's "Lifer." <laughs> Does that sound like Bon Scott in a new modern era or what? Anyways, uh, I do go ahead and mention that to Mr. David Roach. You guys will see that. And here is the interview with Mr. Roach, not Papa Roach, but Mr. David Roach of Junkyard. Here it is. Enjoy. So you're in California, huh?
1: Yes, sir. How are you? Where are you?
0: I'm in Texas. I'm in Eagle Pass, Texas. Oh. The the town of uh, Cooter's Pub town.
1: <laughs> yeah. Love that place.
0: For curious fans, or curious non-fans, how did the name Junkyard come up? How was that chosen as the band name back then?
1: Well, there's a band from Australia called uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard of them, yeah. And
1: they have a album that was called Junkyard, and we got the name from that.
0: Oh, okay. Really?
1: We liked it because it was ambiguous. It didn't mean anything. It just sort of uh, is the kind of band we are. You know, we were a junkyard. We collected things from many different uh, influences. Yeah. You know, whether it's punk rock or rock and roll or blues or country, you know, it seemed to fit.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Very original. So you guys uh, released a couple of songs a couple of months ago. Uh, Lifer, Last of a Dime Breed. Cool songs. Mm-hmm. Cool rock and roll. Uh, Thanks, so. uh, Were they written, uh, sending each other emails, or was it all together in a jam room, you know, old school?
1: Yeah, basically it was, because that's the way it works now. I mean, I live 100 100 miles away from my band, and so we exchange um, the music. You know, like Brian Baker, my old guitar player, would send a riff, and I would um, come up with some lyrics, so it all happens in different ways. Okay. Um, um, those those two songs in particular were both written that way, where I would get the the music and try to put some lyrics on top of it.
0: Cool, very cool. It, it, can we expect a full album from you guys?
1: Yeah, hopefully uh, we have two thirds of an album written already, and the uh, the next third will hopefully uh, be recording in January or. February, and uh, have an album out soon afterwards. Nice. But I can't say when.
0: Yeah, no date yet. Okay, cool. So I read uh, you guys uh, released uh, Old Habits Die Hard a couple years ago. I read it's it's already been recorded uh, back in 92 or something like that? Yes. Can you talk about that?
1: Well, that was the third album that we planned to release with Geffen, who we were signed to back then, before we got dropped. It was just a bunch of demos that we we recorded in hopes of uh, releasing the third album, but it never happened. So that's where uh, old habits came out
0: came from. What's some cool stuff? Very cool for the rock and roll fans, you know, rock fans, and just perfect, you know, perfect rock and roll. So, has anybody compared to compared you to uh, Bon Scott?
1: I would love to be compared to Bon Scott. He's my favorite singer, yeah. next to Elvis and Otis Redding. Um, I think, uh, I mean, he's, he's, he was one of my main influences. So, um, any comparison to Martin Scott is, uh, um, something I regard as the high, uh, yeah. uh, is a, a great, um,
0: maybe compliment, maybe?
1: accomplishment. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. You said it already.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you sound, uh, very much not just uh, well, of course, the voice and the, the band. Of course, all most of the you guys have an ACDC kind of uh, a touch to it, you know, uh, but with a, a heavier, more modern touch for sure. And then your voice is just, you know, for sure, it sounds like Von Scott. I'm not saying you copied, but it sounds to me, it sounds badass as a fan, you know, it sounds very cool.
1: Well, I think, um, you know, you, 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 um impersonate the people that you admire and Bon Scott was always a great hero to me and I I loved his conviction I love the way he sings because it sounds like he means every word he says and that's what I try to convey
0: Wow, very cool So, you
1: know, any any comparison to him is a compliment to me and and I know I can't be him, and I never will but uh, I try to um you know, I, I try to reflect his conviction with, with the way I sing.
0: Yep, for sure. That's the first thing I thought when I first heard you guys, uh you know, Hollywood and all that stuff. Uh, back in the day, I heard you guys, uh, MTV. I saw the video and, you know, there's that Bon Scott thing. Very cool. Not just anybody can sing like that, you know? <laughs> I mean, I tried. I, I'm, a, I'm a vocalist, uh, but I sing regular, you know, Metallica stuff, Megadeth, you know? I could never sing like that. You know, that's awesome.
1: Well, I mean, Don Scott maybe wasn't a great singer, but he, like I said, he sang with conviction, and you felt everything that he sang. Yeah, and I, I think that's important. You have to sing with conviction, or what do you have? Nothing, right? You know, I, I think it's important to to believe in what you're singing about and mean what you're saying, or or else. What does it matter
0: exactly really so uh, uh how did you guys come up with that sound you know the the junkyard sound was it uh, just a uh, by accident you guys were jamming and this is this is what came out this
1: is what it came out you know I mean oh. you know, we you know we're not producers we're not engineers we 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 played in the studios we recorded in the studios that we had access to and it wasn't always the best but I think the best came out of what we did just naturally.
0: Awesome, awesome genre, awesome style for the genre, right?
1: Well, I mean, in the the time, you know, it was what it was. And uh, there were bands that had more um, money to spend in the studio and whatever, but we had what we had, we just made what we made of it. And I'm proud of everything we did.
0: So I I read you went to school with Jason McMaster of Dangerous Toys. That's so? all, yes,
1: yep, yeah, we're friends today. We'll be playing with them, and uh yeah we've we've he turned me on to motorhead. he turned me on to uh some different things. we worked together at a steak restaurant back in the day, and uh we've been friends since yeah high school, Wow. we shared the same dream, and we both lived the same dream, and that's kind of remarkable, yeah.
0: that's cool. I saw one of your flyers, uh, for the Fort Worth gig, uh, December 11th, I think. <coughs> Excuse me. And, uh, I see, uh, Broken Teeth is on there too, huh? Yep. Oh, wow, very cool. Yeah,
1: we're playing with Jason and the Austin and the Fort Worth.
0: That's cool that Mike you guys, Portia. you guys are still in touch. It's cool. That's cool to hear that, you know?
1: Yeah, he's a good guy, man. I mean, you know, he's, he is, you know, the song Lifer that we released recently. Yep. Yes, of course. Um, that song was actually he inspired that song really yeah because uh brian baker my guitar player from back in the day uh wrote the riff and uh my new guitar player not new but he's been with us for a long time uh tim bozier uh him and brian were talking about uh that song lifer and Jason Bigmaster came up, and Brian asked Tim what you know, how Jason was uh, doing and what he's up to, and and Tim responded, uh, you know, Jason, he's a lifer, he's a rock and roll lifer. There you go. And that's where the that's the, that's where the name came up. It's like, yeah, uh, is a fucking lifer. He wow. does it because he has to, because he doesn't know anything else.
0: Exactly. Once a musician, always a musician, huh?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you decide to take your life this way, then you are committed to what you know. And what the only thing you might know is to play rock and roll. And that's what Jason does, and that's what I do, and that's how the came about.
0: I had Jason on the show, too, uh, I think last year or, you know, a year and a half ago. Very, very cool guy down the earth, mm-hmm. Very. Talented, of course, just like you are, very talented vocalist. You guys are you guys are, one in a million, you know, you guys are awesome, awesome voices. How did you first know you could sing? Were you kind of young when you found out you had a voice?
1: I never knew I had a voice. I only imitated people that I liked. You know, I, I would go to the Goodwill store and get 45s of Elvis. Yeah. And people like that, people you know, and I would listen to uh, Robert Plant or on Scott or anyone and I would try to imitate them. I never felt like I had my own voice. I felt like I just imitated the people that I loved and, and I was just uh, mocking what they were trying to do the best I could. Yeah. So I don't even know if I have my own voice. I just I just pretend to do to, to imitate the people that I grew up loving.
0: Exactly. I guess that's how everybody finds out, you know, their own path, I guess, you know. Start uh, yeah. singing along to your favorite songs and your favorite artists and so on. Very cool. So uh, you guys are hitting the road uh, soon here. You guys are starting off in, uh, is it Chicago or is it Cleveland?
1: Yeah, Chicago is the first date then Cleveland.
0: Cool. So do you guys uh, prepare uh, rehearsals for that or are you guys pretty much already rehearsed as far as the music?
1: No, I, I live like... Um an hour and a half uh, north of uh, the rest of the band, but we we uh, rehearsed once or twice and we'll be ready to go. We've been doing this for so long that we know each other so well that uh, it doesn't take much to get it back together and uh, just to make sure we're, uh, we have our chops, you know, we're, uh, we're ready to go.
0: Any surprises on the, the set list for this uh, tour? That fans can expect?
1: Not really. I mean, we're doing uh, an acoustic show in Indianapolis where we're going to be playing songs we don't usually play. Cool. So that'll be, uh, you know, nice for some diehard fans in those, in that circumstance. But, uh, no, I mean, it, it's difficult to play. You know, we play an hour usually and uh, there's a lot of songs that, People have to hear that, you know, the songs like Hollywood, Hands Off and uh, blues and things that they expect to hear. So it's it's hard to uh, deviate from the songs that they expect and introduce too much new stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, we're 30 years old, the band, yeah. so they want to hear the songs that they that they grew up with. They don't want to hear a bunch of new stuff, and well, we try to introduce a few new songs here and there, but uh, really, it's best just to give them what they want.
0: You guys doing Lifer for sure, huh?
1: Pardon? Oh, yeah.
0: The new song, yeah. The new stuff. Are you guys doing both songs or just Lifer?
1: Um, mostly just Lifer. I think there's a couple of new songs we're going to do, but um, it it, it kind of depends on um how how the set feels and whether we should go further into introducing new stuff, you know, it's it, like you I said, I mean, if you're a rock fan, you know, it's like, you know, you, you've, you've had bands that you love and you love the songs that you know, and to introduce new things is, you know, they don't want to hear that. They want to hear what they know. Right. Yeah. So we try to mix it up a little bit, but, uh, you know, we try to keep people satisfied.
0: So going back in time a little bit, I understand you took out on tour uh, the Black Crows as your support back in the day, huh? How, how was that uh experience?
1: It was great for me. I mean, uh, I really liked the guys, and uh, me and Chris Robinson became friends. You know, and they became huge after after that tour. Right. And we did, and uh know, you know. I get it, that's how it works and uh, um, I'd love to see those guys again, I, I became good friends with all of them and uh, the fact that they blew up and we did, you know I have no animosity about that you know, that's yeah. just the
0: way it works Yeah, that's just the way it works, exactly Wow, very cool to have that experience you, you had the, the Robinson brothers with you when they were a uh, um, small a smaller band, right? Very.
1: Oh, they were nothing back then and they fought like brothers back
2: then
1: even uh i mean i saw it i saw it you know in in real time you know those guys did not get along and they really they (laughs) argued and they fought you know all the way we were on tour and uh but they're both great guys and uh you know i wish to both the best for all of
0: them wow what an experience that's cool not just anybody can say that you know hey uh, i had the black crows Open for us.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, everything about this life in rock and roll has been uh, experiences like that, you know, and you got to take it all in and take it for what it is.
0: Right. Awesome. What an awesome story. So uh, what's next for for you guys after this tour? What can us fans expect?
1: Well, like I said, I think we got two-thirds of an album ready already, and maybe we'll send you a couple of uh, demos, the new stuff for we're doing. If you like, awesome. Um, and uh, maybe January, we're gonna start solidifying the uh, the album and get it out sometime middle of next year. I hope.
0: Awesome! Can't wait to hear that. It'd be a, a pleasure for us fans to hear some more, some new new stuff from Junkyard. So very cool. Can't wait. Uh, would you like to send a, a message to your fans listening to this podcast, all the Junkyard fans?
1: I just say, man. If you ever seen us live, if you haven't, if you just listen to our records, if you see us live, it's a whole new animal because we bring it every night. We leave 100% on stage all the time. We never send it in. We never bail it in. If we feel like shit, we still play our asses off. And and I want people to see that.
0: Very cool, David. Uh, appreciate that. I appreciate your time. And uh, we'll see you in Eagle Pass, uh, I guess, December 10th here at Cooters. And I uh, uh, hope you guys uh, rock the house, you know. Thanks, Jimmy. appreciate that, man. Do not forget to subscribe to our page on YouTube, to our social media platforms, like us, uh, subscribe, and share if you can. Uh, Thank you for downloading, streaming, and purchasing uh, our podcast wherever you enjoy music. Thank you on behalf of myself, James, and all the staff here at That Metal Interview Podcast. Thank you for your support from wherever in the world that you are at listening to this chat and talk about rock and metal um i've been checking out the stats for our podcast and this is worldwide man thank you guys uh, wherever whatever country you're in whether it's japan or if it's uh, brazil uh, sweden netherlands uh, mexico the united states of course and uh all over the country man switzerland uh, uh you know germany thank you guys uh spain and everybody listening in china also uh Thank you guys for checking us out, man. Thank you for sharing. We really appreciate it, man. On behalf of your friend James here, and keep rocking, man. Keep enjoying, enjoying your life, and uh, be careful out there, and enjoy rock metal. So, And also, don't forget to tune in to our sister station, jrocksmetalzone.com. And anyways, uh, don't forget to keep it metal. Metal Interview.